Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, you have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate, and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment as we chat and nourish the mind, body, and soul so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Welcome back. Welcome back. And thanks for listening. I'm your host, Kimberly Snyder. And yes, I took the summer off of podcasting. I had a summer of relaxing, being grounded in nature, swimming in lakes, enjoying friends and family company. And I also enjoyed some alone time, some thinking time, some thoughtfulness, and some strategizing and journaling. And I hope you've had a great summer too here in Ontario, in Canada. The COVID lockdown quarantine lifted a little. And so we were outside more. We were in our friends and family company more and more, uh, more than we had been at the beginning of 2021. And that was so good for the soul. And so, yes, there was podcast recording, but I took some time to just be present, enjoy, and live in my overflow for the summer. So I hope you've had a summer overflowing with friends and family and things that fill up your soul and nurture your heart and mind. And welcome back. Welcome back. And today I am talking with Dr. Shelby. And Dr. Shelby reminds me, and I hope she'll remind you too, that we are still high achievers. And unapologetically, I'd say, unapologetically, still high achieving, demanding more, expecting more, raising up our team, openly communicating, being vulnerable, sharing what we're worried about, sharing what's going on, and equally holding the space for others on our team and those around us to let them know that it's okay for them to not be okay today or for them to have worries and things on their mind. But what I love about my conversation with Dr. Shelby today is she shows up. She shows up and she raises the bar and she raises the bar so high that you just can't help but want to raise up, rise up with her and be just as high achieving, determined, go-getting, even in the midst of, we're still in the midst of the global pandemic, we're still in the midst of the worries, the concern for safety, and all the things. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Dr. Shelby and 
her truly being authentic about messing up, but also communicating with her team that these are her expectations and she raises the bar and they raise the bar with her. They join in. And wouldn't it be great if we had more high achievers raising the bar, reminding us it's okay to be that high achiever, to be determined, to contribute, to grow. Dr. Shelby, I'm so happy that you joined us today. And I'll put the show, I'll put in the show notes the emails and contact information. So be sure to look her up and look up her recommendations as well. So for now, here we go. Here we are. It's season three, actually, Shelby. Season three of Overflow, where we are talking to leaders. We're still in the pandemic. Um, COVID-19 is still on many people's minds, but we're talking about living in our awesomeness, regardless of what's happening globally. And it's really season three is talking to leaders and finding out what can we do better? How are they managing? What tips and advice do they have for others listening? And so I'm happy to welcome Dr. Shelby to our overflow episode today. Dr. Shelby is from Empower Chiropractic here in the Waterloo region. I think it's so interesting and I'm, I'm excited to have this conversation that you are both a neurostructural chiropractor and I know you work with adults and children. And in addition to that, you're also a high performance mindset coach working with CEOs, entrepreneurs, and leaders thinking about their performance and helping them really live the life they want to, they would love to live. So first of all, welcome. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm very inspired to be uh, on season three. Um, It's just really great uh, to be in your presence. And I really love what you're doing, especially at this point in time. I think it's so critical to get out there sharing how we can really add overflow into people's lives right now, whether you're a leader or, well, everyone's a leader, right? Uh, In some form of capacity. So I think this is just so brilliant that you uh, are offering this to people. So thank you for uh, including me. Well, thanks for sharing your voice. Exactly. Thank you. And I agree with you, Shelby. I often refer to leaders on the podcast and in my everyday life. And I really, I'm a hundred percent with you. I a hundred percent agree that yes, we are all leaders. I think we all have leadership capacities and we all have role modeling to do, and we all have our strengths and talents to demonstrate. And so while it may be a formal title for some, I do think that many of us are leaders kind of in and outside our formal roles kind of at work. And so thanks for, thanks for talking about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how are you doing? How is your team doing? So as a leader, how are you doing through the pandemic? How is your team doing? Yeah, great question. So how am I doing? It's been uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's so many things that are, are constantly happening right now. And I know we had a conversation. It's kind of like you're um, uh, what are the, shooting those discus in the air while uh, balancing on a, a wobble ball uh, with a broken ankle. And you're really trying to hit this target. But at the same time, the target's moving. I feel like that's what it feels like right now. In the world. <laughs> 
so many things are happening. So many things are changing and they're mm-hmm. changing quite quickly. So to be able to adapt in these situations has been critical, but it's also been a big learning experience. So uh, myself personally, you know, um, just this past weekend, I was taking a uh, introduction leadership program and it's supposed to be on Saturday and Sunday, full days. And on Friday, my body just breaks out into this rash. And it's like the itchiest rash I've ever like, like experienced. And uh, I like, at this point, just want to be naked. Like, I don't, I don't want to wear clothes. And here I am having to be like, sit at a computer with clothes on in this professional outfit for the next like 48 hours. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the types of things that are just like coming up on top of, you know, we got the pandemic, we have, you know, uh, voting in the, in the political stream, we have businesses, we have all these different things. So in my mind on the weekend, I'm like, I really want to be here for this course. I think it's, it's going to be incredible. I think it's going to be transformational. And yet I don't want to wear a t-shirt right now. And, and so for, for me, one of the, the things that I've stepped into recently is no matter what's going on, we're going to have feelings, emotions, sensations, really challenging stuff that comes up. And it's separating that from the action of just showing up, right? And so really embodying, okay, so moment to moment, I'm experiencing this and, and these experiences, these feelings, these sensations, they're transient, they will pass, but how am I going to show up? And so in that moment, I decided to show up, put on my professional outfit and t-shirt and just be really uncomfortable with it. But the result of that was the weekend was so incredible, so transformational. And I learned a ton, but it didn't come without challenge. (laughs) There you are, like literally like so a minute ago, you're like through the pandemic. There I am balancing like on this wobble ball, trying to right hit a target. And I think there's a whole other layer of like trying to look good while you're doing it that because the team is looking to you, right? Wondering like, do you have this? Are you confident? Maybe you're not perfect. Maybe you're not like, right, got it all together. But the team is looking to you like, do you have this? Are you confident? Are you strong enough to manage us and the team and the business and all? And so then here it is literally a physical, like similar challenge, right? Are you able to show up? There's all this rash or itch or irritation, right? And so here you are having to decide, okay, I still need to show up, be present. So well captured. And here's what I shared with my team. So that happened uh, Fridays when it was like full blown and it was just like gaining speed at its like velocity of covering my body and uh and the intensity of the itch so that's saturday sunday and i'm just wiped after the course like you know they're really trans transformative really inspiring but at the same time it demands a lot of presence a lot of energy yeah so i'm in the clinic on tuesday and um i have a a bit of an unconventional setup and i don't know if many people know this but my uh, chiropractic office um you know i'm the only chiropractor there right now but it's also a teaching clinic for students so i have professional or to be professional students who are going to med school who are going to uh, be a chiropractor physiotherapist and and uh and other different careers they come and they work in the clinic and i teach and i mentor them how you know how does a business work right and uh they get to learn all the things behind the scenes that you don't know you don't know Mm -hmm. and so 
Um, the fair exchanges, uh, they're providing me work and I'm helping them develop some skill sets, communication, um, you know, just learning all the fundamentals of, of what you're not taught in school. So here I am showing up Tuesday, I'm still recovering from this rash and I'm completely spent. And one of the things that I found works for me, and I, I know it really could depend on the situation that uh, people are in, I guess, uh, the relationship that they have with their staff and their team. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to show up and be authentic with what's going on in my life and what I'm experiencing. Because I find that when I open up about the challenges of, of what's going on for me, my team's were more receptive. And then we can actually open the communication of well, what's going on for you right now. Is there something in your, your ballpark or in your world that uh, you're having challenges dealing with? And that's where the mentorship comes into play as well. They teach me and I teach them. So Tuesday, uh, my uh, intern, Nicole, comes in and I, it's like, I, I just love to share something with you. Um, I broke out in a full rash that was like so intense. I'm still recovering from it. And I had this amazing weekend that I want to share a lot of great stuff with you. Uh, I'm running at a little bit lower capacity today. Is there anything that you need or like, how are you doing? Right. And we also do our own check-in of, you know, what's going on in your world right now. And from that place, then we're like, okay, how do we want to like move forward with today? And I found that to be uh, super helpful of just getting authentic of where I'm at. And I know that that may not be necessarily the most comfortable thing for leaders uh, or maybe even the right circumstance. Uh, but that's one thing that I found with the dynamic I have with my, my students and my interns that seems to uh, produce results and uh, produce it with velocity when I just get, here's what's showing up, here's how I'm managing or not managing. Um, <laughs> What's well, going and, on for you? And, and, and through the pandemic, like, I mean, welcome to my living room, right? Like we have been on Zoom calls in people's homes, like for me with puppies barking in the background or children running through to, sorry, mom, I'm just, you know, r running past. That's real. And I mean, to, to me, that's what I think about being authentic. When we're authentic, then we're opening the door or at least allowing that other person that if they want to share something, then they can be authentic and we can equally respect each other. And I also want to echo and kind of honor that um, open lines of communication. So this is how I'm feeling. This is what, and, and not that we need to be each other's therapist, which may lead into your kind of mindset coaching. Not that I need to be a therapist or a doctor or solve, but just to say, hey, you know what? I'm a human being. I'm doing my best. I'm trying to juggle this or balance on the wobble ball. And I'm, I'm trying to serve you well by going to the leadership conference and show up today. But I need you to know I'm feeling uncomfortable and this, make, this is making me feel you know, vulnerable. I think being authentic showing up is just opening the door to like communication and allowing them to show up authentically and then imagine the places as a team we could get if we all knew okay we're all humans aiming for the same mission we're on the same goal we're all here to work together to serve our clients that are coming in i i don't think there's anything wrong with with being authentic and one thing that's um i'm really stepping into is stepping into where I've been inauthentic like hey guys I've been putting up this facade that this is you know this is okay and this is you know what's happening but I gotta be 
honest, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not taking responsibility for this and that. And I can see how that's actually trickling through to you guys. And so um, one of the things that uh, we've communicated is like really taking full ownership. And so it's so easy to blame, right? I blame, you know, and it's just being like, okay, I think I'm blaming in the moment. So what am I not taking responsibility for in this moment? And how is that a, how is that a benefit that I'm not taking responsibility? Cause I'm getting something out of it, but if I want full ownership of the results of what's happening here, then I got to take responsibility. And that's a hard thing that uh, I'm stepping into and, and really just being like, yeah, okay. I have full ownership over that. That's my responsibility. How your, um, the results that you're getting, it's because there's something I'm missing in communication, training, or something. And so that's been a big shift and that's been challenging. Uh, but also I start to see it shift in a, in a whole new way. And, and even the dynamics in, within the clinic, there's there's more ownership for, for people's actions, which has been incredible to see. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting when, when people leaders and, and people like when we point fingers, it's you, it's you, it's that it's right. Then everybody else raises their point of view, right? Everybody else wants to say, you're right. It is that it is them. It's this, it's that. But then it's interesting that as soon as you turn it to yourself and you say, you know, this is the part I can take responsibility for, or this is the part of the conversation. Like if it's around performance that I may not have been clear about it, as soon as I take ownership of my role. And if I'm the boss and I'm taking ownership of me being the boss, managing, setting expectations, setting objectives, being clear or not, or not, then isn't it interesting that then the team reflects that? Yeah. So good for you. Good for you for noticing. You must find that in your coaching that self-awareness is key. Oh, it's, it's everything right? One thing um, I've been finding, it's like, okay, now that we're aware of this, I'm aware that I did not communicate my expectations and I didn't also train you how specifically I want that done. It's not right or wrong. And so we kind of have this policy in the clinic that, um, you know, if something happens, like say you quote unquote mess up, it's mm-hmm. like, I actually don't care that you mess up. I just want to know right away so we can communicate and then come up with a solution of how we're going to kind of mitigate this or change this so that it's not happening in the future, regardless of how big that is, because mm-hmm. we can work through it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that has been, uh, especially working with students, because uh, my uh, experience is that they've been having an anxiety and you know what, this probably happens in businesses as well, where employees are like, Ooh, I don't want to do this because I don't want to mess up. Or, you know, I feel anxious about messing up. Here's the thing. There's, there's no, there's no messing up here. It's just learning and we're figuring out how we want to move forward. So just communicate right away. And, um, one of the things that, uh, my intern Nicole said to me, she said, Cause I asked her, I'm like, how are you enjoying your experience so far? You know, here's my promises I made at the beginning uh, of what you would get from working with me. How, how is that measuring up? Are we meeting those expectations? Do you feel like I'm fulfilling all my promise? And she said to me, she's like, when I'm hanging out with my friends, they say something's different, something's changed. And I think it comes back to that that level of accountability and just like literally just taking responsibility for something. So if there's like a, a fallout in some area or there's an obstacle or a challenge, just 
okay, let's bring it back to the, the person that that's involved with and let's sort out a plan versus like just letting it go. And, and then all these emotions come up, things aren't said, and it creates a bigger mess than, than what was already there. Oh my gosh. Amen. It's so true. It's so true. And really, if we could just call out the issue or the problem and then work together to solve it, whether it's small or whether it's huge. And so let's take that to your coaching. So you're also talking about, um, not talking about, you're also working with high performance. Is it, is it women, men and women, men and women, yeah. men and women, CEOs, entrepreneurs, other leaders. And so thinking about this concept of, you know, taking responsibility, taking ownership, but also showing up authentically working as a team and this other layer of the pandemic, all the protocols and the worry, the anxiety that it comes with. And, and we've just mentioned a couple of times about, you know, bringing it forward. So if you're messing up, bringing it forward, or if you're, if you, if there's something vulnerable happening, bringing that forward, like being clear, being authentic, bringing that out, there is something about self-awareness and being able to share what you feel comfortable with, with others. What's happening in your coaching? Do you have any tips or strategies um, that other CEOs, entrepreneurs, leaders are are using, are benefiting other strategies to help them with their mindset or their self-awareness of their mindset? Mm -hmm. Great question. Um, So how I'll start this is a lot of the people I'm coaching with and, and working with right now, uh, the, the CEOs, uh, the executive directors, there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of unknowns, right. And a lot of, uh, adaptability that's coming up. So the first thing that I'll mention is whenever you're having a body experience. So when we think of anxiety, if you really think about it, it's something that's happening in the mind you know, so there's something triggered in the mind that's creating a physiological response. Yes. And that physiological response is usually sensations, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you're feeling that heartbeat, right? Yes. Or you're feeling um, butterflies in the stomach, or maybe a knot in the stomach, or tightness in the chest, right? So those are just some sensations that come from anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. So when uh, when you're noticing that your body's having a physiological response to something. So a trigger is to pause. So first thing is pause and you can take a breath because your breath can help regulate what's going on in your body. That's being triggered by something in your mind. But instead of trying to avoid your experience is to actually get curious of why it's coming up. Because here's the thing. A lot of people say I have anxiety of it's unknown. I don't know why I'm experiencing anxiety. All anxiety is known. And if we're to get clear in the moment of what triggered that anxiety to create that physiological response in your body that was really uncomfortable, we can actually pull out the layers of the onion. And, you know, sometimes when you have a big physiological response, there's multiple pieces that are creating that reaction. And it often comes, well, it all uh, fear, anxiety, it comes from perceptions of the past. 
that we have uh, a polarity around. And what I mean by polarity is we perceive there was more bad than good. And so now it's coming up in our body because it's been triggered by something we're experiencing now where we don't want to re-experience what happened in the past. And so if something's, if you're getting this physiological response, it's feedback. And once you even just shift to realize that, okay, I, I trust my body. I know my body is just providing me with feedback that there's something in my past. I haven't quite integrated. It isn't quite balanced. And when you start to do that and integrate with a few tools, and this is what I do with my coaching is I teach the people I'm working with these tools to regulate their body, which then in turn regulates their mind and then doesn't have an impact on how they interact with people, their sleep, um, you know, further triggering of these physiological reactions. As soon as you're able to see that it's just feedback and now you, you have the power to start to figure out what that is and you have that clue, it totally changes the game. The power, oh my goodness. I, I was just thinking, yes. So I can, I can imagine like being full of anxiety, not or butterfly in my stomach um, and so whatever it is that's causing me to be anxious, it's all bundling up. It's, it's, it's getting bigger and bigger. And, and then you said pause. And I think that's the trick, right? Is that we see the trigger and then, then we say something, we blurt something out, we respond, we yell, we like all the things. So the, the, the key there, first of all, is the pause. It's almost like there's the power in the pause. So noticing the physical reaction and then, and I think about the amygdala hijack, right? So if you're about to respond to something and, and we've talked about this in the past, but having that, that brain response, it's a survival. So, so you respond, you say something, but maybe there's power in the pause. Yeah. The, the power in the pause and the power in the, the reframe of this isn't bad. It's feedback. Because often we label, even with our emotions. So I get this a lot with, um, uh, you know, leaders. They're high performers. They're high achievers, and they they got measures that they want to fulfill. Absolutely. And when those measures are thwarted or they haven't met expectations, anger, frustration comes up. Right. Absolutely. Anger and frustration are not bad. They're feedback. Right. It's just feedback. So one thing I really try to encourage people uh, that I'm working with and, and on my webinars that I'm talking about, it's like, see, once you shift the mindset of labeling things good and bad and the emotions you're experiencing, that takes the pressure off. It's like, okay, so I'm frustrated and I'm just experiencing frustration in this moment. And it's just feedback that, you know, my expectation of what I wanted is thwarted. Okay. So that gives me access. How do I want to move forward now? But we get caught in the emotions. Now I'm angry that I'm angry or I'm upset that I'm feeling this way or that I'm anxious. And there's that concept of moving forward, that power right there of the, of the reframe. So it's exactly it. So like a toddler, right? We're stomping our feet and we're angry and we're like, let's be mad. And with the pandemic, layering on everything else like it's not just the pandemic it's our lives all the things that we're worried about our goals business expect all the things and then the pandemic so it feels like everything is just that much has a bit more of a weight and then something goes wrong and so then that's what happens we stop 
I think that's where we pound our feet and we wish I didn't feel this way and I'm angry. So it's interesting. There's a pause and a reframe. So it's pause and think of it as this is feedback. What is this telling me? This is feedback. Where do we go from here? How do we move forward? That's interesting. And I'll, I'll add one thing too. The paradox of this is stomping your feet and getting angry and just expressing what you're actually experiencing is also okay. There's no right or wrong. And I think when we, when we begin to have moral judgment, so right, wrong, good, bad, labeling our experience that actually diminishes our experience. So, you know, sometimes it's actually good just to let it out, take 30 seconds and like stomp your feet, do whatever you need. And you'll notice that energy, that emotional energy that's in your physiology has been released. And then it's like, okay, now how do I want to move forward? Right. It's, it must be so interesting because as a chiropractor, um, having that, like working with our bodies, helping us solve our body, um, alignment (laughs) and then, Yeah. yeah. And then helping with the mindset and seeing that the mindset has physical kind of reactions and then linking it like it's a full for me it's it keeps looping from your mind to your body and so that's interesting there too labeling it and letting it out so you're stomping your feet let that energy out and there again maybe that's the power of the pause you've stomped you've screamed you've you know yelled into your pillow who else does that um you yelled into your pillow and it's true like you yell into your pillow and then you feel much better actually absolutely more clear maybe to move in the and the concept is to move forward. Yeah. Uh, well said. And, and <laughs> I think, and here's the, where I'll, I'll just loop back to the authenticity is I found I, and I'm, I'm still working on this. It's we, we have this need or want to look good. And we have this idea of what looking good looks like. And so even just saying like, five years ago, if you were to ask me, you know, I have this like perfectionist persona. I want to look a certain way. I want people to perceive me a certain way. If you were to ask me, you know, do you scream in your pillow? I'd be like, no, I don't need to. I'm balanced. I'm poised. But even just like saying that, like we've all had those moments and emotions are actually, you know, we're human. We're here to experience the full breadth of the spectrum of emotions and to even deny uh, and not show that, you know, we do those things. We have those things. Um, it's going to manifest in some other way because it, the, it needs to be expressed in some form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Yeah. I agree with you, especially through the pandemic. And as we are leaders and role models to others, you know, being able to say, yeah, I had to scream in my pillow last night or I need to step away. Yeah. Like good for you. Good for you for reminding us. Cause I think we are trying to look our best, show our team that we've got this, that, you know, we've been thinking about it, that we're, but things are changing. And so where we are here in Canada, yeah, we've got the, we've got the election, we've got, we're out of phase or the wave three um, lockdown and quarantine, but that's always kind of looming for us. And so there's all these things. And so being able to show up to your team or your colleagues and say, yeah, I don't know that I have it all figured out today. Good for you. Yeah. But you can still perform at that high level in the sense that it's like, here's all the stuff that's going on. 
but let's let's show up let's be accountable let let's do this let's communicate let's get it done that is so great that is so great that's a great reminder and i love the link back to being authentic how are you living in your awesomeness how are you living in your overflow mm, you know um I think the, the biggest thing right now is staying connected to people mm-hmm. and really just um, getting their world and also sharing again. Uh, and, I, and I keep bringing back this authentic, authenticity and I want to say it's, it's, I'm stepping into it in a new way that I've never done before. And I know that that word has been thrown around in so many different ways and people perceive that word in so many different ways, but I think for me, um, and I was, I was taking this uh, landmark forum course, and it's really just showing up and, and being human with people. Absolutely. And because we're in an extraordinary time. Truly. And in so many ways, like it'll be so interesting 20 years from now how we refer back to the pandemic time. And this this time is really creating and shaping new, it's, it's birthing a lot of new things. And so for me, I guess the one way I'm, uh, you know, trying to be awesome is just be really human with people. It's like, and for me, I've, I've found that um, I feel more connected in that. I think you're more human. I love that, that you're saying I'm more human. And I think also you have this element of high performance yourself. So I think you have a high bar, a high expectation of yourself. And because you're oozing that, I think you probably surround yourself with other high performers because it is easy to uh, wallow and surround yourself with people who are struggling and crawl back under the covers those days, (laughs) which we're, I think we're all allowed to do, but you do have this beautiful, this beautiful aura of like, oozing high performance and saying, yeah, I'm going to be human, but I'm also, and I think that's why I built the overflow podcast was for exactly those women and those leaders that are not satisfied with being average. Like they want to be awesome. So yes, they're going to acknowledge that they're having a bad day. They're going to acknowledge that they're human. And then equally, like there's this beautiful part of you that you're like, yeah, I'm going to acknowledge that I'm, I'm human. And then equally, just as strong, you say, and like, I'm here to be awesome. Like there's this like high achiever, high performance, um, kind of like attitude or like DNA that's coming out of you that you you can just sense. I I hope our listeners can sense. I definitely can. Um, any tips or advice for those um, women or leaders that are listening about high performance? Because I think sometimes it feels like I'm a high performer. I have high expectations. I want to achieve a lot, whatever that is, shall be like, whatever that is, whether that's their master's or their PhD or improving in business or traveling or finding love, all those things. And sometimes it feels like I'm not here to be average. I'm here to be awesome. And I'm a high performer. And so thinking about you as a coach, as a mindset coach for high performers, any advice for us? Mm, Great question. I think it comes down uh, in my perception to the fundamentals and that is what do you value? And so by value, I don't mean, um, you know, I value love, peace, whatever. What I, what I'm really trying to um, create here is that 
whatever actions you do throughout the day, they represent meaning to you in some form. Okay. And so when you get really clear of why you do what you do and what it means to you, you begin to uncover your hierarchy of values within yourself and being clear of the actions that you're taking. Am I doing this because I should be doing it? Or is this something that I'm really inspired to do? And so when you're clear of what your values are and what your mission and what your vision is and what you want, how you want to impact the world, it becomes a lot less easier to see when your people are saying, you should do this, you should do that. The subordination becomes less. And I think as a high performer, it's easy to look around and see other people being like, wow, they did this and I'm only here. So I should be there and I should be doing those things. And that can be challenging because you can start to go down these other paths that may not be the full expression and authenticity of who you are. And I just see this a quick little example in my, in my clinic with the interns, they come in and like, I want to go to med school. And I'm like, oh, and what does that mean to you? How does that fulfill you? Tell me more. And then you start to hear, I'm actually just trying to um, feel loved by my parents. And I perceive that's the way to do it, but that's not even what their parents communicated to them. It's just their perception of what they have. So they think they have to do these things in order to get this result in order to feel loved and accepted by their parents. So taking a look at your life, what are you actually currently doing? Cause that does represent, you know, your, your, your values and that you don't move a finger unless you perceive uh, there, there to be benefit of it. So getting real clear what that is for you. And then notice when you feel tugged outside of it to step outside into something else that you think you should be doing. And I think if you, the, the more clarity you have around your values and where you're going, that leads to performance and that leads to high performance at the highest level. I love it. You're going to have to say that again. So I love that we are tapping into our values and there is something about should versus inspired, which I can imagine many of us are wondering what, what should I do versus what would I love to do? What am I inspired to do? And imagine if we all chose what inspires us to do. And we did that. Imagine not what we should, because that's what is expected of us, or that's what generations have told us, or that's what, you know, should, should, should imagine if we did what inspires us. Yeah. The, The easiest way you can look at that is You don't need to tell a little boy to wake up early to play video games and to take on the next challenge and reach the next level in that that video game, which is challenging. He's he's choosing challenges that he loves, is inspired by. He can sit there for eight hours a day, 10 hours a day and just play, play, play. But do you know my boy? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. However, I'm sure you've said, hey, can you clean up your room? Can you do this or that? And it's like, all of a sudden, all the energy is just drained. And we know this in our own lives when it's like, when we don't want to wake up out of bed, right? We're feeling tired. We're feeling fatigued. It's like, well, what are you doing that day? It's likely not inspiring because 
if if there's something that you really want to do you're up you're at it and like time just passes so quickly but when it's not linked with our highest values then we have the shoulds have to ought to got to and you can hear it in people's language i have to i should says who so great. I even love just the morning of like, why are you whatever delayed in getting up? Are you inspired to be up this morning or yeah. Oh, I love that. What advice would you have for a 21 year old? So we're talking about the students that you mentor and lead in your role at, at work, but also if you could go back to yourself, your younger self, if you could whisper in her ear, if you would give her some advice, what, what advice would you have for her? Mm. So there is a sentence that one of my mentors uh, said to me that literally just in the moment took all the stress off. And whenever I repeat this to myself, I'm like, oh, that just is like releases the pressure valve. And that is, you can't mess it up. You just can't. There's nothing that you could do that is going to mess up anything, regardless of what you do or don't do. You're worthy of love. You can't mess it up. You can't. there's going to be benefits and drawbacks no matter what you do or don't do. And your worth stays the same regardless. So you can't mess it up. So the weight, the, uh, the should, the demands, the expectations has just been released from my shoulders because you can't, you actually can't mess it up. You can't. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Imagine if we thought that when we were 21, for just breathe that into yourselves. Like I already feel lighter. Just saying it again, reminding myself, you know, you can't mess it up. You, you can't. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It might be the title of our podcast. I was thinking it was going to be should versus inspired based on the other conversation, but <laughs> maybe it is. Dr. Shelby says you can't mess it up. You can't. This is so great. I'm so inspired. And I think leaders need a bit of a reminder around, you know, be authentic. It's okay to be able to say, I feel like I'm on a wobble ball aiming for a target with all the things like, and I'm trying to do this and have patience and I have a rash and I'm not feeling well and the the pandemic, all the things. And so I think there is something about showing up, being authentic and opening the lines of communication that, you know what, if the team needs to come to us and say, I need to be authentic with you. I'm worried about something. Again, not saying that we have to be the counselor, but just being open enough that they can come to us and say, there's something else that's on my mind that I'm worried about, or I need your inspiration, or I I wish you could understand or whatever. And so then that's us. If we can show up authentic, I think that's going to open the doors for them. And I really like the, um, the, you can't mess up. That's really good. That's really good. Live, live life, be inspired rather than all the shoulds. I love that too. And I'll close with this. Do you have a, um, a book or a recommendation of a podcast, anything you're listening to or reading lately that you would share with us? Mm, uh, I know this is slightly different. Um, would I be able to recommend a program? Please do. Okay. So two programs completely changed my life. Um, one was the breakthrough experience by Dr. John Demartini, and I can share um, uh, the links to that. Uh, and then the Landmark Forum. Those are two very powerful weekend courses 
that have completely shifted my paradigm and uh, ways of viewing myself, the world, and what happens in my life. And that um, is the things that I love to teach, share, and, and coach about. That's great. And how can we get a hold of you? Oh, if you would love to uh, connect with me through my website, empowerchirokw.com, if you're looking for some neurostructural chiropractic care, I also do some uh, free webinars. So if you'd like to join those, it's about the mind, body, high performance, moving through challenges and obstacles, uh, or just connect on Instagram. I um, post some videos and some content uh, if you're interested. So any of those places is great. Beautiful. All right. Well, we will put, we'll put the links to your um, recommended programs. We'll put those in the show notes and we will also put your Instagram, your LinkedIn, your website in order, in order to reach you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks too, for inspiring us. And really it's the reminder. I feel like it's the, it's the inspiration, as you said, to be inspired rather than to be shoulding should we should do this we should do that all the expectations um and also inspiring us just to be authentic even though it has been a long pandemic and there's been lots of worries and so i think leaders all of us need a reminder that it's okay to show up and be authentic and equally like there's this passion oozing from you that it's also equally okay to be a high performer and have high standards and goals and accountability and communicate those. I think that's, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of you. Oh, thank you. Well, it it was so inspiring having this conversation with you. Thank you for having me and uh, look forward to chatting again. Yes. Thank you very much. Really well done. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.